0: You're listening to The Soundboard with Craig and Ben on Anchor.fm. Every song has a story. Music, for as long as we know it, has served both utilitarian purposes or filled a need for artistic expression. For us, music has connected with life's biggest and smallest moments. And that's what's at the heart of this podcast. So geek out with us as we explore music and how it animates day-to-day living for ourselves and our friends. Hello and welcome, friends, to episode 202 of The Soundboard with Ben Bourne. That's me and everyone's favorite co-host, including mine sometimes, Craig John. <laughs> Hello, Craig. Oh, my gosh. Hello and welcome back, everyone. This is exciting.
1: This and this, is exciting. this episode so last... is all about... <laughs> <laughs> Ben and and I like talking so much that we can't like we just both need need all all the screen time, right?
0: We literally suck the air out of a roof.
1: Absolutely. (laughs)
0: Yeah. So uh, I'll let you go.
1: (laughs) Well, I'm just excited because this episode is all about me. (laughs) No, I thought it was about me. (laughs) No, you got last episode. Oh my gosh what
0: happened last episode well last
1: episode (laughs) was great no i think i talked most still but (laughs) no 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 no. we got to revisit your favorite album of 2020 which was lady gaga's chromatica such a good choice so if you haven't listeners out there or listeners (laughs) if you haven't already checked it out you should check that one out first it's amazing uh and it was just so wonderful to hear why Chromatica affected your life in 2020?
0: Yes, yes. Thank you. Namaste. The light in me acknowledges the light in you, Mr. Uh, Fraser. So. <laughs> well, it's pretty
1: dim, so you're going to need to bring another light. So <laughs> I got uh,
0: I got my ring light. Oh, good. On,
1: yeah, you're going to. So need that. hopefully that helps. Yeah.
0: So I'm I'm excited for whatever you're bringing to the table today. Uh, I don't know what it is. I know. I'm bracing for it back, So that it might be what I think it is.
1: I think you probably are. No, you might not. It's hard to say. So like, this is classic me. I pick like, I commit to something, change my mind, and then veer off course. I was like in bed last night thinking about Kay, because I had told Ben, I was like, I'm going to pick Miley Cyrus's uh, Plastic Heart, which is a fantastic album. Uh, and in true Craig form, last night, like probably 1 a.m., woke up and was like, that's not the album. Like, I was like, I'm not being true. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was like, I'm not being true to myself. And I like felt racked with guilt. I was like, I'm going to be on the podcast. and I'm going to be like, I'm living a lie. <laughs>
0: Honey, we've lived lies for a large portion of our existence. <laughs> Absolutely. So this- I think I would have been fine with it. <laughs>
1: I know, so this is gonna be my first real moment in my entire life. That's, that's. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. Okay, so here we go, here we go. Okay. So, of course I have to have an intro because like lots of drama. I I can't ever introduce something without drama. So here we go. So for myself in 2020, I saw it being split into two separate musical phases. (laughs) So, phase two came uh, as the lockdown happened, that's how I've been kind of seeing it. And uh, I see that being accompanied by uh, Chromatica and Lady Gaga's Chromatica, which you adequately delivered to us last last week's podcast, which was amazing. And I think if I hadn't chose this other album, that might have been my first choice, potentially. But for me, the first phase of 2020, kind of pre-COVID in terms of, you know, how we were living our lives and my choice for my favorite album of 2020 is Halsey's Manic. Was that what oh. you were thinking? Is that left field? Not at
0: all what I was thinking, but yes. that's good.
1: Yeah, so I was just thinking about, so Halsey's Manic was released January of 2020. And it, it, like, I was revisiting the album and I was just like, this literally transports me to almost like a different era of my life when, when things were so different, you know what I mean? And, and I think it's honestly reflected in the music. Yeah which is so fascinating to me yeah, because it's like it's this sprawling pop album it goes across all these genres it had this long rollout you know we got the song the lead single without me quite early on in 2019 and was a hit and we didn't get the album till almost a year later which then you compare that to to uh COVID, like, post-COVID albums, or, like, COVID-era albums, as it is, Uh, and the releases are quite quick. Like, we have Taylor Swift releasing, like, two albums, like, out of nowhere, right, right, and we have even That's
0: like skate. Let's just pause for one <laughs> second. That is so over the, so over the top. I was nervous that was going to be your option. I know I was like, you no, were. We discussed this. Yeah, you were like I, we discussed this. This is not our album of the year.
1: And I will say Taylor Swift like uh, folklore, and we had talked about this. Folklore is one of my favorite albums of 2020, but I think. If she hadn't have released *Evermore*, and this isn't shade to *Evermore* because I do think it's a good album, but it, it did take away almost like the 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 majesty and the power, yeah, of of folklore, uh, and it's almost divided my attention. You know, I'm I'm someone that that uh, I need I need to be able to focus on my music. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I was like, I oh my gosh. But it brought me back, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so then, back
0: to phase one. Phase, phase one, one.
1: Yeah, 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 right. Oh my gosh. But so what I love about this album is even though it it is kind of this pre-COVID conceived album, it actually did fit really well for me when lockdown happened. Uh, and I think there's a couple of different reasons for that. So for instance, when Halsey was conceiving this album, she decided to base it on her bipolar diagnosis that she got when she was 17. So then all of a sudden you look at the album and it's like, well, it's called Mania and it's all about her manic episodes that she has and she's trying to like push that into the album, those feelings in the music. And if you look it at that, it, at the album in that way, it, it's beautiful and dark and, and we get all of these turns that you don't expect. And it just makes so much sense to me. And as someone that has a lot of anxiety, though I cannot relate to Halsey uh, in in that she has bipolar, I don't know what that's like. I do feel like I can have adjacent kind of uh, empathy and and I can feel that in the music.
0: Yes, yes, totally. Honestly, Craig, that album, in my mind was like 2019 still, you know? Like, because so much happened after it was released Uh that uh, I'm like, oh my God. I know. It doesn't, like- (laughs) Like that was January.
1: She was releasing this album as Trump was getting impeached for the first time. And that was all still (laughs) in 2020, which doesn't make any sense, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, totally. It's quite, it's quite the, uh, is that one that has Alanis Morissette, right? Okay, yes. So it, it has three features on it
1: and it's just so funny. So she features, uh, Dominic Fike, I believe is his name. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but he's kind of like this hip hop artist, like kind of alternative artist. Uh, I had never heard of him before Halsey featured him. I actually went and listened to his album, What Could Possibly Go Wrong, and I highly recommend going and listening to this song. But what I love about this interlude, and it's so funny because she has interludes just like Lady Gaga did on Chromatica. It's like, was this the year of the interlude? I don't know. Um, but it's funny how that happens like across people's albums. They think of these things. Uh, on their own, but I think it does also lead to the I know i'm I'm going all over the place and and it's suiting because of this album. Uh, but <clears throat> it, it's beautiful to look at an album in stages. and that's what these interludes do. you know. yeah. so so, but what I love about uh, uh, Dominic Fike's uh, interlude, I feel like I'm saying that song wrong. People are just gonna like rip me on Twitter. I'm gonna get canceled. Anyways, is it's, it's like this pop punk. <laughs> Ben's like, Sorry, I don't know what's ben. happening here. It has this pop punk vibe that, and it, if you listen to it, and if you're a fan of My Chemical Romance, just sounds like like it could have been on one of their earlier albums. And, and uh, for me, My Chemical Romance is one of my favorite, groups of all time like absolutely that will never end for
0: me. I have so many good fond memories of My Chemical Romance from high school. I remember I wanted to go to their concert and my grandma would not let me go to their concert because of the name of the band.
1: (laughs) That is so funny. What, oh my goodness, like what about my, is it the chemical? Is it chemical? Was that it? I think it's chemical. Or was it the romance? Does that lead to something like I think it's chemical. Okay, yeah. I
0: think it's chemical. I think it sounds like drugs.
1: Oh, yes, yes. Well, fair enough. That's probably what that leads to. Listening to my chemical romance leads to drugs.
0: Yeah, so anyway, uh, I think, yeah, I really wish, because I would have been able to have seen them in 2006, and that would have been, like, such a good time to see them. So, not to, like,
1: brag or anything, but I was at that concert. Oh. (laughs) And it was good. I see. (laughs) Oh, dear. So funny. Wow.
0: I know. Okay. Well, well, all right. Well, this podcast is
1: done. It's I done. Win. Yeah. Right. So, getting back to the Alanis Morissette <laughs> yes, feature, yes. then,
0: like, first off, my favorite. By so the way. good. I love that feature. It's what so my good. Favorite features. I love Alanis. Well,
1: it's like, how did, like, how, like, how did they meet? Like, how does that come about? Like, so cool. So cool.
0: Right. And I, I think Indeed. just
1: in terms of like an art, artist she obviously was like thinking all over the place. Like, I want to have Alanis Morissette on this album and I want to call the song Alanis's Interlude. Like, it's just so cool. I love it. Uh, and and right. so going to the lyrics of that one, because um, it's easy to just listen to the the song and the sounds and then miss kind of kind of the punchline of it, which is, your pussy is a wonderland and I could be a better man. It doesn't matter to me. Like, (laughs) it's so (laughs) funny. It's like, what? (laughs) And I love how, like, it's like Halsey is speaking from the man's perspective, right? Which is so interesting. Extremely. So some other highlights, So, some other highlights on this album for me uh, were, of course, some of the singles. So, Without Me, such a good song, it was released in 2019, of course. Um, And also, You Should Be Sad, which was kind of like the song that she released right before the album came out. Uh, And what I love about that song is, is it was kind of like, oh, there's going to be some country on this album as well and there is two songs that really lean to the countryside
0: uh and i really love what she did there i loved that track too yeah god you're bringing back all these memories and see i was listening to uh plastic hearts to get ready for this today and uh, I'm, so sorry. <laughs> I'm
1: so sorry so i'm like
0: which is great though because you can bring i can i can like remember these times of this music instead of prepping right so it's like oh yes Mm -hmm. yes 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 it's insane that that was like 13 months ago yeah (laughs) i know
1: it's crazy (laughs) yeah so but so going back to uh kind of why i felt this album really suited actually my time in early uh covid era is like, I got laid off. I know you got laid off too. That's a very common story for folks once the pandemic hit. Uh, And I just remember sitting at home. It's like, you're just waiting. You can't It's not like you can be like going out and finding a new job, like any job application out there at the time probably had hundreds of people applying. Uh, Even if you were overqualified, it was very hard to even get an interview. And it's like, what's going on? Like, will I go back to my job? All these questions, right? and i remember sitting outside on my deck and listening to this album and it was it was like the album was taking the heavy lifting off of me and it was like the album was saying hey like i'm going to take all those emotions and i'm going to feel them for you and all you have to do is listen to the music and i was just reflecting about that today and how how amazing uh, music is because it can be this source of therapy, right? This source of, or or this source of like, of relief, you know, a medicine of sorts. Uh, yeah. And that was definitely my experience. And, and the song that kind of really did it for me uh, on this album, which happens to be my f- absolute favorite song of 2020, Uh, even, even, like, I love, you know, like, Rain On Me, we had lots of good songs from 2020, but, uh, this, so the song's still learning, and it's, it's this hidden song at the end of the album, right? Like, it's, like, track, I don't know, 16 of, of 17 tracks, or something like that, uh, and it's... In my opinion, it's the catchiest song on the album. It has this great chorus. It's it's very, like, electronic sounding. Sounds like it should be on radio. Uh, but when you dive into the lyrics, it, it, it doesn't really uh, give me this, like, vapid pop song. It gives me, like, kind of like a singer-songwriter vibe to me.
0: So, mm-hmm.
1: and, the, mm-hmm. and the lyric I love the most from that song is I should be living the dream, but I go home and I got no self-esteem. You think I'm swimming in green, but it's passed around my family tree. No man wants to really commit, intimidating, cause I get paid and shit. In the crowd you're reading my lips, but no one around me knows. And then it goes into, I'm still learning to love myself. Um, and I just like loved that because, because I think it's like universal, it was true to me at that moment when I was listening to it, when I was like revisiting the album,
0: it really hit me again. I might have to go listen to this album again. <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, it is a really beautiful album. And I think it, it definitely got lost in the sea of music for me that I think was in phase two of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Cause I think, I think for me, both the trauma of the pandemic
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and the experience of the pandemic. I don't remember much of what happened before. You know, I see a lot of these photos come up and I'm like, oh, shit. We had a work Christmas party the first week of January. (gasps) Yeah. Oh, shit. I went to Divas on February 2nd. Ah. Really? Really? Did that happen? Like, And, oh, I met a really good friend. You know, someone new came into my life in February, right? Mm-hmm. I don't remember that, you know? Everything that really, it was like, the brain started pressing record in, like, April. <laughs> like, February, March, done, gone. <laughs> well, and really, like, if we're going to get
1: on some, like, philosophical thinking or anything like that, uh, like, what 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 is the calendar year anyway, right? And so what... We had like this time in 2020 that, you know, is supposed to be part of the same time period. But, but in actuality, the way our brains are going to think going forward, we're not going to say, oh, that time was a part of this time. Like our, our brains and like our worlds and our culture was irreversibly changed once uh, really our society started taking COVID seriously. And, and they are different time periods.
0: Yeah. I will never forget Friday, March 13th. That's when I started feeling like, oh, no, things are getting real. I was in Edmonton, Alberta, Mm -hmm. and uh, Joey, myself and my friend, Jacob, went on a trip there to get Jacob's new car. Mm -hmm. And that's when the university announced that it was closing. Wow. And I was like, oh, this is suddenly (laughs) this is when 2020 is (laughs) beginning, right? I didn't say that really. That was not what I thought, but that's certainly how it felt. And from that moment forward is when I what I really remember everything before that it's kind of a blur now (laughs) Well, yeah, and and
1: and I think I, I don't know where you're at, but I know for myself I look I look at my life now and where we're heading and I truly feel like we are past like where we were in that say January February uh, time in, in, in our lives. And we're not ever going to go back to that. I truly believe that. Uh, and we never go back to our past, obviously. Uh, but, uh, in terms of our culture, how we live our lives, I really think things are reversibly changed now.
0: Yeah, I think so. And I think it will be life. It, it was life changing and we just don't know yet how that story is unfolding. Uh, you know, and I think it's going to change music too. Forever. I think it's changed how music is produced and recorded. And uh, it's changed the stories that people are going to tell. Absolutely.
1: And, and you know... let you... look at
0: folklore nevermore. evermore. All right.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, no, and it is true. Like, uh, there's lots of articles about... Like, going back to M- Manic and, and it being this really long, like, a year. Like, over a year of promotion. Uh, getting this album out there. And then you look at 2020... <laughs> And you have like Taylor Swift dropping two albums instantly. You have Ariana Grande, who really was a pioneer. Well, you you like in terms of just uh, uh, the the how quickly she throws out albums and. and, Sorry, Ariana released an album. I know, I know. (laughs) No, but actually she did. Positions in October.
0: Oh my gosh! I forgot. I know it entirely. It was okay. (laughs) Oh wow! Right? Can I
1: feel stupid? No, 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 (laughs) no. Well, yeah, no, but it.
0: Well, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. but no. (laughs) Right? Because there's all those TikToks about it. Well, yeah, yeah. There was there was a few. And I think I think that's the other interesting player in all this is how TikTok is going to change music.
1: We're it we're beyond the time of waiting for months for music to be released with these teasers, it, it just gets, like, dr- drowned out by everything else going on, hey? Like, TikTok trends, you know, a song can blow up on TikTok um, and then we totally forget about it, like, a month later. Or you also have the flip side of things where we have songs that are decades old and they're blowing up on TikTok and then all of a sudden they're charting again. And you're like, what? Like culture, yeah, culture has just changed. Uh, the, The way music is marketed also has to adapt to that. Totally,
0: yes, yes. And I feel bad, maybe in the sense that Halsey's album came out and perhaps the life of that album was shortened because of the pandemic.
1: Absolutely. Well, and and it was her best critically uh, rated album. I believe it had an 82 on Metacritic, something like that. Uh, but then you look at the albums that were released after, and people did really well in terms of uh, critical acclaim in 2020. I think it does have a lot to do with um, people thinking less about releases, like you're going to just throw out music. It also, uh, when you look at the history of of musicians and when they put out their best work, it's often at low times uh, because music can often be uh, tied to to mental health a lot and, and people have these periods of, uh, uh, not musical genius, but just like
0: high- Inspiration. Uh, yeah, inspiration,
1: <laughs> thank you, yes. Uh, and I think it de- definitely overshadowed uh, what Halsey was doing there. And you can also see that in how she's also not nominated for anything at the Grammys. Uh, not even in the pop categories. And it, it, it is a little weird in, in my thinking, like there were a lot of snubs, but I think Halsey, it was, it's so post or pre-COVID era, sorry, that people didn't even care that
0: she was snubbed. Yeah, no, it's true. It um, it didn't quite make the cut, but you know what did make the cut was Coldplay's Everyday Life. Oh my <laughs> gosh. That's so funny, because uh, we
1: actually like were like, that was one of our picks for like, oh, this is a fantasy album that would get nominated for Best
0: Album. In 2019 when we were listening to it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was like, <laughs> oh, this,
1: this, this, because, well, and it's so weird, because like, that album, I think
0: we'd agree it's very good. Yes, yeah, yeah. I think we would agree, yes. <laughs> uh, there's only one album in 2019 that was truly amazing, and it was Everyday Life, by Michael. Oh my gosh,
1: I don't even know what was <laughs> released in 2019, so I can't refute that right now. But uh, <laughs> oh, was that released in 2019?
0: Yeah, November 2019. Uh, that's why it qualifies. Why for qualifies
1: the yeah, but then it got nominated,
0: and we were like, okay, that's like, like the yeah. Okay, so let's end this. Let's wrap up this a little bit. I want to maybe ask you. What is your musical hope for 2021? Oh, that's a great. That's a great question, Ben. <laughs> I don't. I didn't write it. You did. I know. I know.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, the shade. I was trying to. uh oh, whatever. Yeah, it was a great question, Craig. Anyways, so
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: my hope is that artists continue to just throw music out without the concern of of trying to please, like, say, TikTok trends or trying to sell us something like they used to. Uh, I really hope that artists just, like, give us stuff. Like, don't think about it. Put out a song, see where it goes. Don't promise promise us you're gonna give us an album in a year. Just, Just shoot it out there. It's like Adele. We might get Adele soon, but what I liked is, like, yeah, there's been lots of rumors that Adele is going to release a new album, but she hasn't said anything. And I guarantee she's
0: all of a sudden just going to drop an album and we're going to be better for it. Let's, yes. And and I think to that point about just throwing things out there, like, look what happened to Driver's License. Holy crow. It's just, yeah. Yeah, it it came out. It blew up. It's authentic. Mm -hmm. It's vulnerable. It, you know, people connect with it. Mm -hmm. Because it just is. Absolutely. It just it is what it is and it's great. Uh my musical hope for 2021. Oh wait, wait wait wait, Coldplay, wait, wait. wait, 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 whoa, wait. Whoa, whoa, wait. Ben,
1: what is your uh musical hopes and dreams for 2021?
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> like obviously more Coldplay. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. Uh oh. but uh but I, again, I think I'm on the same page as you. I hope that artists feel like they can be vulnerable enough just to release whatever it is that they've got cooking. Uh, also, I'm really fingers crossed for Adele. I want Adele so bad. It's been almost, it'll be six years this November 2021. That's crazy. The rumors are out there. I don't know. I'm excited. I'm excited for 2021. I'm, you know. I, I don't know what to, what's gonna happen and I'm just gonna be totally open to it totally I just hope we continue to get
1: kind of like this Netflix style just give us give us something out of nowhere like we never get it's just surprise after surprise that's how I want to live my life from now on it's fleeting it, it's very re, it's very reminiscent of what we're going through right now we live week to week we don't know what's happening uh, and the music reflects that because music Ew. is culture.
0: Love it. Love it. All right. Well, we'll we'll begin our little wrap up here. Let's just say that oh. we're going to be winding the clock back <gasps> oh. to 2001. And that's all I'm going to say. Oh, my gosh. Fierce. That is all yep. I'm going to say. Love it. I'm not it. saying anything else.
1: <laughs> Some serious, oh, what's that called? Uh, serious... Daylight Savings
0: Time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, oh. we're going back 20 years, <laughs> I guess, <right>? Ben's <laughs> like... Time when I was 11. Yeah, Ben's like, we're going to have to edit that one. <laughs> yeah, we're going to cut that joke out. Yeah, yeah, we're going to anyway. cut that one. <laughs> well, now that I've said I'm going to cut it out, I'm not going to cut it out. And it's going to be just so, in, in this so podcast. So meta, raw. so meta, right? I know, it's just, this is layers deep. Have a great week, everyone. It was great hearing from you, Craig, and thank you for sharing. Yes. Uh, We'll see you next week on the soundboard. Oh, bye. Bye. Um, Craig, what are you doing? Oh, uh, I was just going to have a nap. Oh, okay. You know we are doing a podcast right now, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I know, this will just take five minutes. With my new mattress I bought from the mattress store, I can get a whole night's sleep in
0: just five minutes. What, really? What about for people that need a firmer mattress? Ah, oh, I'm glad you asked that, Ben. At the mattress
1: store, they custom make their mattress with your back in mind. With their infrared spinal scan, they can make the perfect mattress for you.
0: Wow, that sounds amazing.
1: It is, and it ships in less than an hour in a tiny four by four box. Visit the mattress store's website and get your five minutes of sleep today.
0: I think I will.